Hello? <laughs> what is that? What are you doing? Uh, me? Yeah, what was all that? All of what? Oh, it's heard all this noise all of a sudden. Uh, oh, did you hear that too? The beeps? No, I heard like... What? Shuffling, I don't know. Oh, yeah, I was walking from one room to the other. Oh, okay. Also... Also, my dogs are yapping at the door. <laughs> okay. Do you really have, like, six dogs? No, I've got, like, uh, 15 dogs. Are you kidding I have me? six puppies. Oh, my God. Why do you have so many dogs? Um, because I, I sell them, and also they're work dogs on the property. Uh, wait, you said you sell them or you saw them? Sell. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, just do that on the side, so. Are you, like, a horrible person? Or I can't, I is that... What do you... What? <laughs> I don't know. Is selling dogs Am ethical? I a horrible person <laughs> yeah. because I breed dogs? Oh, you breed... Well... Yeah, uh, what did you think I meant? I, I don't know. I'm just... Wait, I automatically think... I just... I don't know. Like, I in my mind, it's been drilled into me that people should only go to shelters or picking them, pick them off off the street like Boris. Like oh no, dogs. but they're, they're work dogs, so they need to be trained. Oh, okay. Work. <laughs> 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 Alright, well, um. Great question. Am I a horrible person? That's, that's how I All do right. this. Um, this isn't it. Never, this isn't an interview anyway. But, uh, okay, so all that bullshit. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and prefer not to, not to disclose back to. <laughs> Yeah, Dressing Underground podcast with Blur, who's already fucking laughing at my inability to speak. <laughs> Hello, everybody. <laughs> Kittens is in uh, Seattle, but this is her episode this time. She just didn't want to talk to me at all, so she made Blur do it. <laughs> um, I don't know what we're supposed to say. Maybe I'll just play my friend's song. I don't know. Like, what did you just, uh, go to tape? <laughs> we could just do that <laughs> and just completely obliterate her point of having this. I don't know why she told me to. T- I don't know why I'm talking to you. <laughs> like, I don't know why. Is- <laughs> she just said you should do this. I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> uh, <laughs> well, yeah, what- well, what what do you usually do? I don't know. Um. It's been a while. It's been a few weeks. Uh, what, did, well, what did you guys talk about? Uh, we talked... Oh, you know, all the usual things. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> she has the usual questions. Oh, I don't listen to the show, so I don't know. <sighs> That's really bad. <laughs> you, you really should listen. Really? Well, especially my one. 
<laughs> Before don't don't you were, listen to any of the other ones. I, I listened to the first five minutes like I always do, and I already heard you mention that we talked for like three hours, so why should I listen to more of you? <laughs> because you just love listening to me. Okay. <laughs> I, I listen to you talk all the time. That's true. I don't know why. It's getting less and less. Like the last two interviews I did... Like I barely get questions. <laughs> next week is well, a that's that's good, isn't it? Probably, but next week is a um. Somebody gives me a tour of like art scenes in Second Life. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be weird. I'm gonna I'm gonna put up the episode as audio, and then I'm also gonna put it up on. I also recorded video of the entire thing, so I'm gonna put that up on YouTube at the same time. It's a. Uh... It's a it's a weird. So second life is still going. Yeah, there and there's and there's an there's like art scenes that people make money on, like people sell their art in Second Life that they make in Second Life. Wow. Yeah, I'm hoping to talk. Okay, that was a big thing before, wasn't it? With the um, like you can sell real estate there for a lot of money. Yeah, it's That's weird. I talked to her a little bit about that. Um, because I guess that's still a thing because like you there's like it's not like you can put a server in there like uh, I guess Minecraft does that I don't, I don't know how anything works in video games I, I, I think there's other things where you can like just provide your own server though but I think it sounded like Second Life is like all their server space so people just like bought it and then they sell it to other people <laughs> I don't know it's a weird scene I want to talk to more people for a uh, well, I guess you should mention, or do you do it at the end of the show? You mention all this stuff like um, put a thing on iTunes. Oh, uh, yeah. I've gotten tired of doing that, especially for these ones. So, yeah, put a thing on iTunes, as Blurg so elegantly put it. <laughs> <laughs> I know, you're trying to help me. I'm being an asshole, which is fun. Um, yeah, well, I... I think we should start from scratch. No, we're not. This is um, being terrible. This no, no, no. Terrible. No, this is how it works when I talk to you from now on. <laughs> oh. so, you, so go to iTunes, leave a review, make us seem like a real podcast, and like this isn't actually happening right now. <laughs> uh, subscribe on iTunes. And follow us on Twitter. Yeah, fu- Blurg is, runs the Twitter. Blurg is all over this fucking thing these days. Yeah. <laughs> un Unpod. Yeah, because you, you chose a really long name for no apparent reason. I there wasn't one. It was just it popped into my head one day, and uh, I couldn't think of anything better, so I just went with it. <laughs> I didn't like. Yeah, it's really um psychoanalysis that couldn't you? Uh, well, yeah. that'll be the week after next. Talking about psychoanalysis with uh Brian Saunders, <laughs> the guy who does a self portrait every single day of his life. <laughs> and does like stand up tragedy and uh tortured himself on stage. He's an interesting guy. Um that's, yeah. that's two weeks from that's the week after Tuesday. Anyway, that's just in time for Thanksgiving, I guess. Oh, I, I wish I, I wish I was there for that torching thing because he'd torch himself and I'd get a cigarette out cigarette out and I'd No no, like, no not torch. I'm not Australian. Um, <laughs> it's torturing. <laughs> Torturing. Yes. Oh, I thought you said torch. No, 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 no. As in light up. No, oh, I he can't... tortured himself. Yeah, on stage. It's pretty how, crazy. How do you torture yourself? Well, you have to listen. <laughs> listen to this podcast. Yeah. In a week and a half, I guess. Is that 
Thanksgiving week? I don't know when Thanksgiving is. Uh, why should I know? Why should I know? Why should I know? Is it, wait, do you though? Is it the last? Is. is it the last Thursday or is it the second to last Thursday? Are you seriously fucking asking me? Yes, I don't fucking know. I don't know these things. I'm not. I listen. I don't get paid holidays. <laughs> I've never gotten paid holidays, so I've always worked on Thanksgiving. Or this year, I don't know if I'm just not allowed to come in at all because they don't give extra. They don't get pay and a half. They just they like I've worked other. I worked Labor Day for, for nothing extra. I guess America capitalism bullshit. But I don't know. I don't know how holidays work. Well, it's an American holiday. Like. What? I, I'm not gonna know. I mean, wasn't like Columbus trying to find your people or something? My people. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Columbus. The Australians. Wasn't he trying to find? I'm kidding, yeah, yeah, Columbus. Yeah. No, nothing. Nothing to do with Australia. Never went near. Okay. He was trying to find the West Indies, which is, like, near you, isn't it? Well, no, he was trying to find India, wasn't he? This is your history. I don't know why you're asking me. I mean... Wasn't he trying to find India, and that's why they were... They called him... Is that what the West Indies is? Is that just West India? (laughs) I went to public school under... After Reagan was in office, so... I think he cut budgets. I don't know. He didn't teach us these things. (laughs) 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 <laughs> anyway leave us a review on itunes subscribe if you enjoy uneducated bullshit <laughs> and um oh right yeah and uh well we're on Podkicker now too if you're i mean what's Podkicker? it's an android app that i didn't know had like a closed off thing you have to submit your podcast feed to it it's ridiculous like oh. just use the itunes feed podcast what app what else are you on uh, Stitcher. Um, we're occasionally on YouTube. I guess I'll put up the actually other hour of us talking about Walkabout and uh, Australian radio on there. <laughs> um, this is stuff that everyone loves. Yeah, exactly. It's why they come to this if they do. I was gonna. I was just. I was halfway through. I was like, who t- does anybody come to this? I don't know. Um, <laughs> And uh, you can send us money if you think this is worth money. I mean, I put a lot of effort and money into it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> this has been the worst introduction. Uh, just terrible. Yeah, it's for the worst episode because it's with you. And uh, is there anything oh. else? <laughs> and we're still working on cassettes for the Edgar Allan Poe cast. So if you want to donate more than... If you want to donate... I'll say more than $10, you'll definitely get one. I don't know what you're going to cost. But the extra money will go into, uh, you know, feeding Boris behind me, wagging his tail against me and biting me. Uh, He's a cat. (laughs) Is there anything Okay, run the tape. Run the tape. Okay. End of scene. (laughs) Okay. From now on, you can edit edit the rest of this out now. Hello? Hello. Hi, Blurg. Hello, kittens. How are you? I'm very well. How are you? Good. What are you doing? Um, there's a time difference between us because I'm in Los Angeles in the United States and you are in Australia. Yes, it's 12 o'clock. It's lunchtime. Oh, nice. What um, is it there? Uh, for me, it's 5 p.m. Oh, okay. 
Um, so I've just got my coffee. Um, like with with Rob, I, I was drinking. Um, I was drinking beer. We were both drinking beer, mm-hmm. but for him it was like at night, and for me it was during the day. <laughs> mm. Um, I mean, I guess it'll be a different call. This I don't know if this one will be more serious. I do. Know, you guys were just hilarious together. <laughs> well, that's one way to put it. At the end, I just thought it would be unusable. Why? <laughs> because, oh, it just, it went on for almost three hours. It, he cut off so much of it because we just kept on talking about different things. Mm-hmm. I just thought no one will want to listen to all of this. But um, I was just, I just saw, um, he just said, it is showing up as popular on iTunes, so... That's awesome. <laughs> okay, so, okay, you're in Australia. I'm just going to jump into some questions, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Um, what, what, what is Blurg? Like, that's, what your, you... that's your username, right? But, like, what, how did you choose it? What is, does it mean something? No, it's just that when I started commenting... The first thing I wanted to write was blurg. It was I, th- I can't remember what it was, but it was just something horrible that happened on um, Gawker or Jezebel. Like there was some, it was an article about something hor- something horrible or stupid had happened. Uh, so I just wrote on the co- comment blurg, and I was like, oh, what should I have as my username? And so I just put blurg. So it was completely. At the moment, mm. and then just got stuck with it, and because I love Thirty Rock, so. Wait, is Blurg from Thirty Rock? Yeah, it is. It's like um, it's what Liz Lemon says it a lot. It's like Blurg. <laughs> She's one of her um, catchphrases. Oh, I see. So, what is your okay? Next question. What's your avatar? That is um. David Gopalil in um, uh, that David Rogue film, uh, Walkabout, and because it's just such a good film. And I wanted to have an Aboriginal avatar, so that's what I put. And he's one of my favourite actors. Hmm. So I'm going to slant this more towards Jezebel, yes? Because I, I think you're, you are a Jezebel commenter, correct? Mm-hmm. Okay. Sorry, I haven't, like, talked to anybody in, like, weeks. I'm, like, I feel rusty as heck. Um, let's see. Why do you like... Okay, so I do know that you comment more on Jezebel than Gawker. And, but I, I think you, you frequent the salad bowl a lot more. You're also a contributor there? Yes. Why, why do you like Jezebel? I guess I'll just start. Why Jezebel? Like, what attracted you to that website first? Uh, well, I don't really know because when I first started coming to, um, I started at Gawker just reading it and then I kept on kind of veering towards Jezebel and then when I started commenting there, it was like the community and so I just kind of got stuck there and I I don't know, it's just what ended up happening. Because I, mm. I, I didn't think that I would end up commenting a lot on a 
women's site. Did you consider yourself a... Are you a feminist? Yes. Definitely I'm a feminist, but... Um, I just... Were you a feminist before you came to Jezebel? Yes. Yes, I was. But you, did, you weren't an online commenter. Is that what you're saying? Just in general, you never commented online? Um, I used to comment on... Um, the Guardian, I still do. And I started, I started commenting on some Australian sites, but the reason I actually went over um, to Jezebel and Gorka was because I was working late and I would always comment after work mm-hmm. and no one else was up. <laughs> I was like, oh, what should I do? Oh, I'll go t- to some um, Northern Hemisphere sites. And then, yeah, it just started and, yeah, ended up on Jezebel. Wait, so when you're up late at night is when we're all commenting or I forget, what's the, how does it? Yeah, because, yeah, so everyone over there is commenting, so it just seemed better that way. Interesting. Um, Oh, I wanted to ask you, so you said, you you had said that, um, you didn't expect yourself to be commenting on like a woman's site, you said, right? Why is it? I mean, and I don't mean to sound like why so aggressively, but more out of curiosity. Is it because like I've heard the argument like again, like men, are they welcome at Jezebel or not? I mean, it's just it's worthy of a discussion, I think. Um, and so can you what do you mean? Can you clarify? Yes, because I have the same concerns about men commenting on Jezebel so but then I ended up doing it anyway so I just think um, as long as you're not um, I think it's valid the concerns of men commenting on Jezebel and I just but I also think as long as you don't try to uh, dominate the conversation or be creepy or anything. It's like I've learned a lot from Jezebel. So I think it's good for men to comment, to kind of be there. Mm-hmm. Um, but you just got to be um, cognizant of your privilege, I guess. People and just argue with people all the time. Um, I have a question. So, I mean, I'm a feminist, but I want to just refresh my memory. Like, so, uh, Jezebel, we're going to, even though Jezebel says they're not a feminist site, all of us know and think they are. So, let's yeah. just assume they are one. Um, if a feminist website talks about feminist subjects, and that includes women, yes? Yeah, obviously, yes. right? But doesn't yeah. it also include people of color? And this is, th- yes. and like... Maybe uh, M to F or F to M trans or people who have fully transitioned and gays and lesbians. And so then it's like, that's where it starts getting um, sticky for me when they say men's voices aren't welcome. Because then it's like, we start getting very nitpicky and I wonder who, specifically, who are you talking about, you know? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, So um, it's always good for there to be more views from people of color on Jezebel. That's mm-hmm. just absolutely, they have problems. Uh, <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> 
So, and um, yeah, there's a lot of white feminism on Jezebel from the authors as well as the commenters. And so that's what's so great about the salad bowl. But yeah, it's also. I think it's interesting that yeah. online, one of the worst things I think you can be called or call someone is like to say like that they are, uh, they ally with white feminism. It's like an insult. Like, Oh, how dare you say that? Um, <laughs> I I, th I find maybe it's just me, but I do find people tend to be. I guess it's only online where that would be an insult, where that is an insult, I think. Uh, mm. yeah. I don't know how much I agree with the statement if men should be welcome or not at Jezebel in terms of mm, what they add to the discussion or not. I but I think it's I do think it's an interesting topic. Well, I think it depends on the article because, you know, a lot of the things I comment on is just dirtbag. That's probably, or like, um, you know, some things are just, if it's a, something completely about women or feminism, you know, maybe it's best if I just star something. But most of the things is, are just, you know, funny things on dirtbag or, it, I think it depends on the article, I think. I, I, I don't disagree with you. I actually do think it depends on the article. I'm always just looking for, like, what's the easiest, like, common denominator equation to always use? And when we boil it down to, circum it's, like, depends on circumstance. Um, uh, it's just, it doesn't seem enough for me of an answer. Anyways, it's, it's I'll continue to talk about this. Um, let's see. What do you like about commenting? I guess on uh, Jezebel, well, on the Kindra sites especially, it can become a kind of a community. Um, that's something you don't have on a lot of other sites where you just, um, you know, you're just commenting. But I, I kind of like how there's a community on Jezebel. So I like being a part of that. Mm -hmm. And... I don't know. I guess I just hate it when people are wrong. <laughs> what? Explain and that. So what do you I mean? Just, when, when someone is just saying the stupidest stuff, I just can't help myself. Mm. And I have to, you know, tough like, you're wrong. And then I realize I've wasted so much time yelling at people. <laughs> Recently I got into, I don't get into arguments with people anymore. Um, Unless I think that person, like, I, I'm familiar with the, that person and I think they're, like, not insane. But uh, recently I did get into, like, an online argument. And uh, it was about cultural appropriation. and it was, it was, like, a comment on Reddit, though. But I remember getting into that argument discussion with someone. Like, I couldn't stop what I was doing in my real life because of this online argument. But my, like, heart was beating really fast. And I was so involved, you know, and I was just like, but to explain to someone in my real life what, what I was doing and how I was feeling, it's like, you sound like a loser. Like, it's, you know, I just can't explain. <laughs> like, this person fucking said something wrong and I need them to know why. Mm, okay. How about this? Why do you comment more on Jezebel and why not Gawker? And what do you think the differences are between the sites? 
Well, first, well, now I don't comment as much on Gorka because I'm grey and so I comment there and no one replies me to it or anything, so I just go back to Jezebel. But <laughs> I also, I also, there is a big difference. Um, just like how the other other people that have been on his set is like there, you know, Golka has an asshole problem. <laughs> I I I like the Golka commenters, but it's just a different tone. Um, Golka is, you know, you know, a lot more just about the jokes, and they can get pretty dicey. I I, I like it, but I think I just prefer Jezebel. Would you make... Do you ever... Okay. I, I've seen some of your comments on Gawker, just a few of them. They were mainly... The ones I saw, the few I saw were tar- towards commenting. You are responding to Hamilton, Nolan. And I, you don't seem to love him. Or you don't seem to like him that much, it seems, in those comments. Um. Uh, what's your take on him? Oh, I don't... I don't remember not liking him. <laughs> I guess... Um... Okay, so he wrote a he he wrote an article, right? It's called "We tried to interview this rich guy about his rich people book," and some of his some of Hamilton's questions were like, "Does wealth warp perception so much that true perspective is impossible? Um, wouldn't this city be a better place if all the rich were dropped into the deepest ocean?" And these were some of the questions Hamilton wanted to ask. So you said. Your openly hostile questions made him not want to be interv- interviewed by you. I'm shocked. Yeah, well, like, not that, um, not that I'm kind of caping for that rich dude. But I mean, what is the what is the point of that? I mean, he knew that it wouldn't happen or anything. It just seemed like a completely pointless exercise, and just. Um, Stupid, but no, I do. Um, I will say that I, I don't think I didn't see it's not that I don't think, but I didn't see you criticize Jezebel writers in that same vein to them, like maybe to their to not their face, but you know, directly to them. Um, yeah, good point. I guess, um, I have a lot of the same views as um, Hamilton. Um, I guess, uh, there's just something about him that makes my hackles rise. Just, um, I don't, I don't know. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Let me ask you another question about, okay. So you said that one of the reasons you liked commenting at Jezebel is for the community, right? Yes. So I'm going to... I'm creating my own questions in my head right now. But when you say community, obviously there's going to be sometimes lapses or problems within communities, right? Yes. With people. Because, I mean, people have problems with each other all the time. It's just real life. Um, When it comes to community, what's your opinion on openly talking shit about people, either in the sub blogs, which I've seen, or on the main page, which I also saw today, when people call out a commenter specifically by name like oh this person shouldn't have the approval gawker can you like get rid of him or maybe in the sub box when they're like this person is the worst well i guess the argument for it is that kind of you know it gets it out of the way and it's 
you know, not as bad as, you know, going somewhere else and which ends up being a lot more poisonous as we've seen. What do you mean he gets um, it out of the way? Um, what's that? What do you mean it gets it out of the way? As in, you know, it's right there in front. It doesn't fester. So you can just say it there and you can just talk about the the problem or it's better to to just be honest about everything rather than um but on the other hand mm-hmm. i think um it's better not to be too much like that i i don't um i don't do that kind of thing usually i think it's it doesn't really do anything. It just makes everyone more horrible to each other. True. Yeah. Um, I think I, I, I always talk, I do talk a lot about like, um, is it okay or not okay to openly talk shit about other commenters online? But I fucking read the posts that the shit is on. So, I mean, I do think there's some responsibility on my part, like in terms of like, how much I like watching a train wreck or just salacious gossip. Um, oh, yeah, I, I'm the worst with that. I can't, it's just the worst addiction. I can't, every time there's drama somewhere, I just have to have a look. Yeah, I know. Me too, I know. And then just uh, like scrolling through and just be like, oh, these people are so horrible. But I'm reading it. I, I mean, I'm complicit. Right, and and they see it. They see how many people are reading those posts. So it's like I think that, I there has to be like I I can't. I'm not. I don't want to put all the all the blame on people who create the shit talk. Obviously, I'm there cruising to read that stuff, and so I don't know. I guess I need to sp- get better about that. Um, okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna hit us back into some more questions oh, about yes. you. Oh good. Okay. oh good. Okay. So more me, please. Yeah, let's talk about you. So and oh God, I'm just like so embarrassed to reveal that I'm one of those ignorant Americans that barely knows a lot enough about America, but I definitely don't know much about Australia, right? And so you told me in a little email that you're 23, Australian Aboriginal mm-hmm. man, Palo- yes. the Palawa and the Wiradjuri nations, right? And you're, yes. you're living in country NSW as a journalism student and chef on a farm. But what is NSW? New South Wales. Uh. It's, uh, <laughs> it's the most populous state in <laughs> Australia. I kept being like, not safe work? <laughs> because it's so stupid. Sorry. Oh my God. I'm so beat red right now. Damn. Okay. <laughs> What do you mean you're a chef on a farm? I want to know more about that too, especially because I read that you. Oh no! Like I, I live, I live on a farm, but it's not like um, I go into town to work. It says that you. I read a comment where you said that you pluck and kill chickens. Oh yes. Well, that that actually wasn't part of my job. That was. Um, I had this. Um, I have this friend who works as a, who does research on um on different animals and she had this trial it was like for a hundred chickens and it was um putting more 
clay in their foot in their feed. And so at the end of this trial, they didn't have anything. They didn't have anywhere for the chickens to go, and they they were meat chickens. So if they were kept alive, they were just going to die anyway from being too fat. So we decided to take about twenty of them, and we had a weekend, and we just killed them and plucked them and gutted them ourselves. And we got all those chickens for free. How did you kill them? With an axe. Oh, my God. And they were alive when you killed them? Yes. <laughs> yes. So, you cut, so, so, yeah, so you use the axe and you behead them and then you kind of um, hold it upside down for a bit. And then Why? you put it in the, so bl- the blood uh, to drain, drain the blood. Mm-hmm. And then you put it in a pot of simmering water for about uh, five, five to ten seconds and then you take it out and then you just start, start plucking it and, it and it should just, the feathers should just come right off. When you killed the chicken, did you, yes. I mean, the first time, like, didn't, did you feel bad or is it like nothing? It's just like whatever. Oh, no, I, f- I feel bad, <laughs> but... Um, <laughs> I also think uh, there's there's something in that. If you're going to eat meat, you know, it kind of there's there's something in being able to look the uh, the animal in the eye and kill it, and it's more it, it makes it kind of more real. It makes it, I think, it definitely makes the eating of the animal more noble. I get it. I don't, I like that. Like, staying in my ignorance is comforting. But, um, oh, well. But I, I, um, I grew up on a, on a farm, so I've <laughs> been killing animals since I was quite little. Um, um, oh, no, no, next question. Oh, okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I want to know... What is racism in Australia like as an Aboriginal person? Oh, it is um, really bad. Uh, stuff like, um, you know, we're, we're 2% of the population, but almost 30% of the prison population. Hmm. Or um, in, in some, like in, the, in some places in the northern territory the like the um kind of the average lifespan of an ab- aboriginal person is only about 50 instead of um in the 70s or um i'm i'm walking down the street and i'm just getting stares and you just or or you walk into a a a, sh- a shop and oh, um, the other day, a um, uh, an Australian actor, uh, Uncle Jack Charles, uh, he um, he got um, like a Victorian. Uh, so Victoria is another state. Um, an elderly citizen of the year or something, and then so he was at a thing for that, and then when he went 
uh, to get a taxi. He, he couldn't get a taxi. And so he had to get a white person to call up the taxi service. And, and then so the taxi got there and then just refused to let him in because he didn't, they didn't think that a black person would, um, would pay. Do Aboriginal people have rights in Australia? I mean, are you guys part of their constitution? I'm sorry if that's a stupid question. Um, no, that's not a stupid question. Um, we're one of the only countries in the world, certainly the only Western country, that doesn't have a treaty for the Indigenous peoples because um, the way they got around it was... Um, when the British came here, they called it um, oh, terra nullius, so uh, land without people, because they didn't count, um, e- e- even in, um, in, in law, and for a long time, we were counted in flora and fauna instead of hmm. with people. So it was like, oh, we don't have to have a treaty with these people because um, they're not a state. Um, they're hardly even people. So we don't, uh, so we still don't have a treaty. And um, we're not mentioned in the Constitution, but there is a, there will be a referendum in the next few years to try and, um, put us in the constitution as Australia's first peoples, um, which I support, but more than that, I just want a treaty. And that looks like a very far way off. But in a, in a lot of other ways, um, Australia is a pretty great country. Um, and there's also a lot of things um, that aren't as bad here for people as colour as it is in America because we don't have... uh, Australia has a problem with Aboriginals dying in custody, but at least it's still very rare for them to get shot and killed like they do in America. Mm -hmm. So it's uh, definitely... uh, I I find it interesting all the... how the the differences uh, and the similarities in in America and Australia because we had um, we, we actually had a freedom ride here in the 60s as well hmm. and we had a Black Panther party um, but for Indigenous Australians um, because they're black here um, and we had segregation in the small towns and uh, we, we had slavery, not the same type but we had, um, we Australia got people from places like Vanuatu and made them um, slaves on the cane fields. So, yeah, it's so I like hearing about the experiences of people in America and just seeing what it, how, how it's different to here. I, I'm hesitant to even make comparisons. Um, obviously, there, was, there seemed to be parallels, right, with, like, black people in America and then with aboriginal people in australia i just since Mm -hmm. it's it's but then it's like similar but different 
One is because Aboriginal people have been there. And it's not that black people haven't been here, but they were also like taken away from Africa. So oh, yes. It's just so much more... Com- it's complicated. Um, oh, yes. Uh, let's see. Oh, here's an interesting Oh, one. that's another oh, thing. What? I never call myself black on Kinja. You don't. You don't. No. Do, 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 do other people I, in Australia I, I, that yeah, would identify as, as black? Yes, black or often a uh, black fellow. Um, so that's black um, fellow. Yeah, black fella. Like F F E L L A. Yes, there's a lot of people, a lot of indigenous people uh, call themselves black or black fellow. Hold on one second. Well, okay, here we go. Now I'm going to segue into another question that I'm so sorry. Um, mm-hmm. Recently you said, I saw some of your conversation about porn. So then I have to ask you, do you pay for all your porn? Um, no. But? Uh, but I, I do pay for some. Um, and I do, um, I do try to make sure that it's not amateur or that it's... Uh, I just make sure that it's uh, professionals and try and make sure that they're they're getting paid for it. How do you why wait? Can you go into that? Why do you make sure it's not amateur? Um, because there are uh, you ju- you just don't know about the um, w- the circumstances when it's when, when when it's professional and it's um, so it has to um, it has to abide by certain laws. And so, and you know that they they kind of get audited, and there people come onto the set, okay. and they they have certain rules about condoms and stuff, and so you just want to make sure that I'm not exploiting That's people. Um, I was just trying to make the point that like even though I hate the like that professional polish that like some of the more I guess professional um, porn videos look, you know, they have that weird look. Like, but yeah. at the same time, I it makes me really uncomfortable to see some of the porn clips or videos where like it's so obvious this is not someone's bedroom and this is just like a rented room in a sex warehouse or something. Um, <laughs> sex warehouse. You know, yeah. and I don't know. You know what I'm talking about. I know they're like these rooms where people are like camming. That's their job. Um, yeah. And I don't know. I just like, I don't know how old these people are or, or there's something very bleak about the amateur ones. I'll say that. Mm. Um, I want to know. So you, I read that you only recently came out to your friends and your dad. Yes. Um, no. What do you mean? No. Oh, you haven't come out to your dad. No. Okay. And you never will? Mm, probably not. Wow. Do you think your do you think your dad has no idea? No. He has no idea. No. Okay. Um is this something you're uncomfortable talking about? Uh kind of. Okay. Okay. Uh how about your boyfriend? You wanna talk about your boyfriend? Uh yes. Okay. I saw that you met your boyfriend on Grinder, and so one, I wanted to give everybody hope that, like, yes, you can totally meet your boyfriend on Grinder or Tinder. It um, it happened to me. It did happen, and so tell us about it. Like, he who approached whom? I, th- I think, 
uh, he approached me and it was just uh, the first thing he said to me was, hey. <laughs> and then I wrote back, hey, to him. And then we just, uh, it just, um, it, it wasn't going to be anything. It was just going to be a, a, a one night stand. And then a, a while later, it was another one. And then another one, and then it was just like, well, what is this? And then it happened. It just who happened. Uh, who asked whom? What is this? Um, well, I think I did, and then we talked about it, and then we went on some actual dates. Oh, uh, who's older, you or him? We're the same age. Oh, interesting. Um, is he also? Are you guys of the same race? Are you? Or is he not? No, he. Okay. He, no, 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 no. He's white. Okay. Um. Do you guys share the same political views? Um. He's not that interested in politics. So does, does just that bother you? Broad strokes, like he's progressive, I, I guess, but he's uh, more into football, and I don't like. I'm not. I don't. I don't like footy at all. So, yeah, he's he's not very political. Could you date somebody who was conservative? Well, I have conservative friends. True. Okay. Um, but, uh, it de- it depends. I'm probably not for long because I I don't know if. Well, it probably like a, I just probably wouldn't gel with someone hmm. like that. Mm, so how long have you have you and your boyfriend been going out? Uh, for about a year. Wow, have you met his family? Yes. Do you like and them? They're all nice. Oh, yes. Okay. Um, let's see. What's the gay scene like in Australia, or specifically where you are, New South Wales? Uh, oh well, because. I'm in a country town. It's very closeted. Not really. Um, do you do just, you and your boyfriend walk around holding hands? Um, not here. Um, but when we go to Sydney, we do. What? Okay, let's see a few more questions. Um, oh, here's something I found on your Kindra page. You mm. you have this post called Tuesday Teapots. <laughs> why <laughs> not why but like so you really like teapots is that the thing no 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 no. i um you would think that yeah I, I you just, would <laughs> because every tuesday i post something about teapots but i just i just i went to this exhibition on teapots and i was just like because i'd be a, a few months ago and it just I never really thought about teapots before, and I thought, oh, I think I might look into this a bit more. So when I I started reading up on it, and then I just thought, oh, this is interesting, and I'll I'll just um, kind of I'll look up some of my favourite teapots, and I'll and I might talk about them for a bit, and then so I actually all did it in an afternoon. So I did all of them all at once, okay, and then just put it up so it just. Um, it just publishes every Tuesday. And so that last one was the last one. Oh. I'm finished. No more. Because I don't think any... I think there's some... There, there are ones where it's got like the page views things and it's just one. And that was me. <laughs> so 
<laughs> I thought it was cute. I read a, some of your commentary was like, well, I know nobody's reading these, so I'm just going to do what I want. Yeah. But I like well, that. I like, I think there's a lot of people who do post. They just write posts. And even if it's just for, just because you want to, not even if like one person read it or 500 people read it, um, you're not alone in that. I thought there was more to these Tuesday teapots. Oh, I thought you you yourself were like really love tea, the act of tea. And so I was going to talk to you about that, like drinking tea, because I'm into that these days. Oh, yeah. I love drinking tea. Okay. Who are your favorite Jezebel commenters? Okay. Well, I was thinking of this, and I thought um, I would probably leave people out. So I would just say one person. Okay. Uh so um, I'm leaving people out on purpose. So I just thought I would say Randolyn. I think oh, she, so nice. she is, uh, Randolyn is probably one of the most beloved commenters on Jezebel. Why? Because uh, she's just a lovely person. True. Uh, she, it really comes across and she's always kind of, talking to people and just like, oh, how are you? And just um, always kind of um, there making a, a better space. She's, uh, and she's funny. I don't, I like Randy Lynn a lot and I think she's a warm spirit on Jezebel. Um, I do wonder if she does, she, I think she's like a dominant personality on Jezebel. And I don't mean that in a good or bad way. You know, I don't want anybody to think that I'm like judging or th- I don't, you know, but I wonder because she's so, she contributes a lot to Jezebel. Um, what am I going with this? I don't know. She just contributes a lot to Jezebel. I'm wondering if like, um, I guess my question for you is, how do you feel when the website you go to starts to become, like you notice that it's this certain people over and over again is that okay is that not okay you don't mind is that part of the community you're talking about like uh yes but it's also um it's also changed a bit since i've i've only been on jezebel since about may or something i'm a very new comment commentator Mm um but I, I just don't go on there as much. And then when I do, I just notice all these new people. Uh, and it's just weird. I get lots of people seem to have problems with um, the dominant commenters, mm-hmm. um, I think. Um, especially if they don't, um, if they go in tangents and they're not talking about. Some people are very grumpy, especially. The old Jezebel comment commenters. Okay. It was like, oh, is oh, especially it's like um, they keep on talking about the the rules they used to be. Oh, this would never get passed in the old, like if it's um someone, someone like not putting punctuation in or something mm. that really makes people angry. Like it's cha- it's changed a lot. And I think it's going through another change. I've heard that comment 
the the criticism like, oh, this would have never happened in Jezebel 1.0 or under this editor. Specifically, I've heard that, um, or what I remember is it being applied to as a Deltasaur and not to hate on her because I totally did also would write in lowercase and as do many people. Like this guy named Rick Infinity does that on Gucker. But I've heard that argument. And so... Do you think that someone's lowercase writing style, what do you think of it? Does, is um, it a I think detriment? I think it's great. Okay. I, I mean, you can, uh, it's just uh, prescriptivism and, and um, snobbery if you care so much about people using lowercase. I mean, you can still understand what they're saying. It's just mm -hmm. a distinct style. Especially, I think, um, it's a style associated a lot with teenage girls. And I think using that style, it really makes people undersell Adultasaur because she knows what she's talking about mm -hmm. and she can. she's pretty smart. Yeah. And I, I just... I find it a superficial criticism. You know. Yes. Um, I will say, though, that when the Jezebel writers, specifically, I'm going to say Gia, only because I remember Gia doing this, during the maxi dress mm. fiasco. And when people were like, dude, oh, okay. this post is, like, not cool. It's, like, kind of mean. And then she doesn't always write in lowercase, but I noticed she did then. And it was with no punctuation. And it's in that... Oh, yes. It's because she cares so little. She's so above the commentariat. Oh, she makes yes. A lot of them are um, her. She's probably the worst. I, I would say um, it's probably my favorite uh, uh, writers that do come into uh, the commentary. Is probably I would say Mark mm -hmm. Schreiber is really good and. Um, Rachel Verona coat is good. Um, yeah, so I just, I just, if you care so little of, about the commenters, just say nothing. A lot of the Jezebel writers have a very antagonistic view of the commenters, like they're just a burden. I asked this to Gajan, and I'm going to ask this to you too. Do you think that the Jezebel writers, or just the writers who work for Gawker Media in general, should behave like their commenting style like they should behave with better etiquette than the than commenters themselves like they should have um, be held to a high they should hold themselves to a higher standard yes and um i i actually don't know i i don't care if they comment at all actually i think they're writers i think um it, it it would be better for someone like Gia just to to stay out of the comments a hundred percent. I've seen some of the comments when they agree with Gia. She likes them, right? Obviously, we like people who agree with us, but yes. I think that it's when there is criticism. That's it's criticism for her. Um, she takes it very childishly. So does Rich. I don't know if Rich still does it. He did it a lot more. Rich Jusiak. Oh yeah, I do not know how. To, that's like a lot of the um, the names because you never actually hear them out loud, do you? 
No, especially with Polish names. I think he's Polish. Um, I think that I need to hear them. Especially, I don't know. I just need to hear it so that I can say it, and that'll sound like a fool. Um, <laughs> let's see. Okay, I have a question. One. Mm -hmm. Let's do. Let's see. Oh my God. Okay, I'm gonna do two. There's two more questions. Okay. 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 How do you think Jezebel can improve as a website? I think first of all, they need to get um, the writers. You know, often, often they 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 seem pretty good, and then just they just seem to do something that on the seems so obviously unethical that you think, don't you have some kind of ethical, like journalistic guidelines or something? What what are the editors doing here? Um, and what one of the kind of the th things that wasn't. An event, but just something that I kept on noticing is um, on articles about suicide. First of all, they would choose to um, write articles about like ch children or teenagers that had committed suicide, like maybe because they were popular on uh, Tumblr or something, and you know they would just go against. The, the journalistic guidelines for suicide. Like it seems like they just didn't have someone there. Like for instance, they didn't um, that they, they had emotional language, or they didn't have um, hotlines at the bottom of the article, mm -hmm. or um, or they would just have, uh, or or they would kind of suggest a a reason like one reason for the suicide when it's not clear or they might say the um, um, how they how they did it and um, and then some what would happen is some of the authors are good about it uh, and then some aren't so there doesn't seem that's just one of the things that they just not standardized. They don't seem to have a, a style guide. That would also be a good thing. It, it's like whenever they write about queer issues and they some people write LGBT, some people put LGBTI, some people put LGBTQI. Hmm. It's, they clearly don't have a book or something that they go to or um, like why can't Denton just say, okay, ev everyone here is going with the AP style guide and he's, we're going with this um, ethics guidelines. and Ethics guidelines? I don't even know if, they, if such I a think, thing exists. Yeah, like um, there, there are ethics councils and stuff that, um, really? they can, that uh, publications can sign up to. Um, so I, because... Something like that Gorka, um, that Gorka post about the the gay man and the that that is something which really they sh the editor should have um, first of all the journalist should have been able to you know look up oh is this okay and there should Denton should have these rules. It should be clear because he just seems to have 
you know, I think I think he just makes speeches or something, and there's just this general culture that, you know, he was saying, you know, outing people is kind of okay, and then after this post, it's like, oh, but it's not okay. He needs to have rules in place so the journalists know what they can and cannot get away with. I'll say this. I think that the rules book will never happen for Gawker Media, and I think... I just don't think it... I just don't see that happening. Like, I... I think Denton has this ideology of, like, he all about freedom, but it's just... Terrible things happen at Gorka all the time. Of there's always these, every now and then, there's this terrible article, and there's a like, why is it keeping on happening? Hmm. I think you know, one day there'll probably be another stupid thing happen. Of course, there will be. It's like at least once a year. Yeah, it's something needs to change. I guess what what did what that is or how to enforce. A change like that, especially on Jezebel. I'm gonna I'm gonna defend Jezebel right here and say why it's hard. It's because I think that feminism is a lot of times with it's a uh, it's ever evolving, and so mm. it's hard to be on the same page when we're constantly try- we're trying to move forward, you know, and we're always like f- seeing yes. certain things that we might have been wrong about, and so we try to progress forward. Um, I'll say that's one of the reasons it's so hard for at least for me as a feminist, to seem to be on the same page. Like, I want to be on the same page with everyone, but it's weird that I have to check in. It's not weird. It's that I'm not explaining myself very well. Um, Okay, final question. You ready? I'm ready. How would you describe... Okay, describe Blurg using three separate adjectives. All right. Um, I did write this down somewhere. I think um, I was thinking something like scattered for the first one. Nice. Because I'm always going on um, tangents. And then the other one was curious. Or like, you know, I like, you know, looking at new things and stuff. And the other one, I was kind of going more like a, like political or earnest. Or I just... Yeah, I guess I'm just kind of like an earnest person. I love it. So Scattered, curious, earnest. Yes, that's it. I can only imagine you. It's like you imagine, I imagine this little stick figure. It's like super <laughs> earnest and like, you know, wants to know about the world, but like really disorganized and a little bit like space cadet. It's really, it's cute. Yes, definitely space cadet. That's me. Um, well, thank you so much for this call, Blurg. It's been my pleasure. No, it's mine. It's my pleasure, and, um, uh, I mean, I'll continue to see you on Twitter, and I will see you on the main pages of Jez or Gawker and Salad Bowl. Yes. See you around. All right, see you around. Bye. Okay.